Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group. Member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lauer and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. My goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. All right, so it's Monday morning, October 4th, and the market is declining again. It's getting not that fun saying that anymore. (laughs) I mean, September and October, or at least early October, they're notoriously bad months for investors. But still, again, it's just not fun to see that every single day. And to make things even more fun, we have some new issues facing us right now that is a little bit worrisome, which is the conversation about the U.S. debt ceiling and the possibility for the U.S. to default for the first time in history if we don't raise the debt ceiling. Talking about the debt ceiling, you know, to me, it's almost unfathomable. It's really hard to comprehend. It it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense because currently the U.S. has over $28 trillion in debt. I mean, how does that number ever get actually paid off? Is there ever a breaking point where we have so much in debt that the U.S. actually does default? And then what would happen? It's almost like we're just numb to it as Americans. We all know that the U.S. holds an enormous amount of debt. And I mean, people have been asking how high can it really go for generations? I seriously remember hearing my parents talk about how their grandparents were worried about the U.S. debt. And then look where we are now. This is a pretty crazy fact. I couldn't believe this. Since 1960, guess how many times the U.S. has raised or suspended the debt ceiling? 78 times. Over a 61-year period, they raised or suspended the debt ceiling 78 times. I mean, come on, what's even the point of having a debt ceiling then? It'd be like, having a credit card with a $50,000 limit and you hit the $50,000 limit, then you just say, ah, you know what? I would like to raise my limit by another $20,000 to buy a new car. Then a year later, you you know, you haven't paid any of that back and you're just saying, oh yeah, you know, I'd like to raise my limit another $40,000 and upgrade my kitchen. And you just go on and on and on and live on money that you don't have. And when we think of it from a personal finance perspective, it doesn't make any sense. If I told you that I was doing that, you would say, Hunter, you are absolutely psycho. And I don't even know how the credit card companies are allowing you to do that. It just makes no sense at all. And it would never happen. The banks wouldn't ever allow you to just keep raising the limit and never pay any of that money back. But it happens in government and it only continues to go up and up and up. But again, we don't really think about it. It's just part of the world that we live in. Debt is always going to be there. Whatever, you know, no big deal. As long as my checks are coming in and things are working, we don't really care about the debt limit, I guess. Here's the scary part. The conversation is now arising 
on what really could happen if the debt ceiling is not raised and the U.S. does default for the first time in history. And as you guys know, I'm not a doomsdayer. I am always bullish on the long run American capitalism. But this conversation going on right now is not helping lower the volatility in the market. And President Biden, he came on a live press conference this morning to address address this issue of raising the debt ceiling and the potential U.S. default. And basically, all that was said was he's ready to raise the debt ceiling. Everything is in place, but the Republicans are just standing in the way and not allowing him to do so, even though it will ruin the economy and send us into a recession. I watched the entire thing and without bringing any politics into this conversation at all, that is seriously the SparkNotes version of what was discussed. And the reason I bring this up is because it makes you wonder, is there actually a possibility of this battle not being resolved? Is in a, it, Maybe an agreement is not made at all. And then the debt ceiling isn't raised and the U.S. defaults for the first time in history. I mean, is that a seriously a serious possibility that we're looking at right now? And I have to think there is no way that they would let this happen. I mean, how could they? The repercussions, they would be astronomical. Do you even know what would happen? I was looking it up. This, here's what could happen if they didn't raise the debt ceiling and we default for the first time ever. 15 million, yeah, 15 million seniors could stop receiving social security. 30 million families could stop receiving the child tax credit payments. U.S. military could stop receiving paychecks. Veterans benefits could be stopped. Postal workers and federal employees could stop getting paid. U.S. credit worthiness would be hurt. Interest rates would spike. Now your credit card payments, car payments, mortgage payments, they all go up drastically. Markets could tank. Child nutrition programs and food assistance could stop. Public health funding for pandemic efforts could stop. I mean, seriously, all these things, I, I don't even have to continue talking. It just, it's absolutely mind boggling all the things that could go wrong. It just doesn't seem like that's even a possibility. That would be a very, very scary deal for the United States. And they're saying this could happen by October 18th if they don't come to an agreement and raise the debt ceiling. Again, I'm not panicking about this. And I truly have a hard time believing that they would allow all of these negative things to happen and default for the first time in history. It just seems so illogical to me. But it's definitely unfortunate that this is just lingering around and like the boogeyman and just putting more tension on the financial markets. But I think this really teaches us a lesson about personal finance also and just drives a lot of these points home that we've been talking about on the show here lately. You know, we've been talking a lot about the steps to take for financial planning, not over leveraging yourself and building a strong foundation, all of these things, right? And when it comes down to it, this is exactly why I believe so strongly in taking these steps and in setting yourself up correctly. And for example, you know, we talked a few episodes back about the thought of investing money and using the proceeds from that investment to pay off the low interest rates on loans right now. Right. The thought being if my credit card or house payment or insert debt payment here <laughs> is only at two and a half percent and I invest my money and I'm making a 10 percent return, then I can pay off the monthly payments and still be ahead. That's way better than just paying it all off now. I'll just use the market's money to take care of my debts. Well, this is a perfect example of why I don't believe in doing things like this. Say that I'm wrong. The government does not come to an agreement and we default for the first time in history. The stock market tanks, and at the same time, your interest rates rise. Well, now you're selling in a down market to cover your payments and losing money on both ends of this deal. Instead of potentially being debt-free, having your emergency fund set up, 
and having your money invested in a way that you can wait out the market downturn and potentially even put more money in to take advantage of discounted prices. There are so many ways that people think that they can beat the system and get rich quick. And hey, I'll tell you what, sometimes it works. Just go on social media. You'll see all of the 20 year old. I wish you could see my, my air quotes right now. Millionaires <laughs> who, you know, they'll be there will be more than happy to sell you their day trading formula that they use to make $50,000 a day. And that's all great until something like a pandemic or a default gets in the way, then it's not anymore. And trust me, I'm all for taking on risk. I do myself. I obviously invest in the market. I take on risk. I take on risk with my clients, but in a manner that's realistic and smart for their overall game plan. So going forward here with all the things coming up, just make sure that your financial house is made out of bricks and not out of straw. So if and when the big bad wolf comes by, he doesn't blow your house over and create chaos for you. And guys, if you'd like my help going over your financial game plan and making sure that you're set up in the right way to reach all of your financial goals, then you can head over to my website at hunterlowry.com and there's a link to my calendar right there. We can schedule a free one-on-one -on -one consultation and go over everything together. All right, guys, it's a great day to have a great day. Take care, everybody.